The following podcast is part of the Joy Road Media family. Enjoy. Welcome to Camp Creep, a podcast focusing on anthology horror, except for this episode. Welcome to our very first mini episode. Yay! Woo! I'm your least favorite camp counselor, Tish Delano. And I'm the other camp counselor, Lauren Jewell. And boy, are we tired. So tired. We've had a lot of changes lately. A lot of new challenges, as it were. Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Stuff and things and whatnot. <laughs> so, campers, we have a story for you. We do. We, we thought we would write you a little, a little letter to tell you about what's been going on with us. Dear campers, a few weeks ago, <laughs> I was at my other job, and I maybe fell and twisted the fuck out of my ankle and super fucking sprained it. So, of course, I have to tell the best friend, <laughs> aka fellow camp counselor Tish, and was like, dude, I hurt so fucking bad. I don't know what hurts more, my leg or my pride. Oh, but wait, it gets worse. So she sends me a video message with this. I am at that time doing my hair because I was prepping for a photo shoot, as one does. And my curling iron, as I'm listening to her message, slides off the bathroom counter and thankfully did not land flat on my foot because it would have burnt the crap out of my foot at 350 degrees. That would have been bad. Instead, it landed like it flipped down, like, like the, like a, like a barrel coming down (laughs) and somehow magically landed on the knuckle of my fourth toe. The one next to Pinky, ring toe? Is that, is that the appropriate term? (gasps) This little piggy went to market. (gasps) This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had rose. This little piggy had none. It's the, the, the little piggy that didn't get to eat anything. Oh, yeah. You starved the piggy. Well, I did. And then I, and then I broke him. <laughs> so literally. Oh, oh, but not only did we both do this on the same day. An hour apart. An hour apart. But it's the same fucking foot. Yeah, left foot for both of us. Oh, and did we mention we were about to go to Salem, Massachusetts and do a bunch of walking tours? Yep, yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> the universe likes, no the fuck you're not. Uh, yeah. The universe is like, actually, I'm about to check you. <laughs> I'm about to check you real hard. You get to be lazy fucking tourists. Yes. So we both had to go to the doctor within the following days, and we got our respective diagnoses and our respective orders of, um, no, you're not dancing. No, you're not walking. No, you're not wearing heels and fancy outfits. That's the part that got me the most. Like, I can handle not going on a walking tour. Like, yeah. is it a bummer? Yes. But you're telling me I can't wear my heels? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Yep. So we had to alter a lot of our plans, change some things around. We made it work. (laughs) Were there times where my toe was throbbing so bad that I just thought about just cutting it off? (laughs) Yes, there were. Campers, I'm not going to lie. Camp Counselor Tish Delino shoots it straight with you. Yes, indeed, but we made it. And we we did the best we could. That was just the start of a chaotic time for both of us. We were supposed to leave Thursday morning, but then I got scheduled for a surprise job interview. Uh, so I did that first. So we got a late start. If you've ever done a long road 
road trip, you know how exhausting it is. And we tried to break things up. Yeah, and Tish and I aren't unfamiliar with an epic road trip. This is the second time we've gone on one together. Mm -hmm. The first time we went was for a Friday the 13th show back in 2019. And maybe if I can convince Tish very nicely, we can post our side-by-side comparison (laughs) selfies because, oh my God, campers, here's the thing. When we went on that trip, like, it was fall, wasn't it? Like, it was pretty late in the season. It was. It was, yes. But it was so fucking hot and humid. Oh, so humid. And unfortunately, both of us are very, uh, I would say cheap, but I want to say frugal. So instead of getting a hotel, we slept in my car. Both unsafe. Um, <laughs> we were at a very well-lit gas travel station we, we in were. our defense. Yeah, um, but both like un- not the safest thing and also not the most comfortable. I mean, we we made it work, but yeah, yeah, it was um we looked like hail. <laughs> we we have had prettier days. Yes, yes. Let's just say my hair uh, does not respond well to humidity and my face does not respond well to 2 hours of car sleep. <laughs> But we made it work. We We made it work. But we we did did learn from our mistakes. This time, we planned ahead. And we've been planning this trip since, like, winter. And we booked a hotel room in Syracuse? Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah, I think we were in Syracuse, New York. Yeah. It wasn't Finger Lakes. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Finger Lakes jokes. (laughs) The Finger Lakes jokes. If you've ever watched The Office, the US version, and you've made it past Michael Scott's departure, you will know what I'm talking about. Jim Carrey and the damn Finger Lakes, which I kept quoting to her and she didn't remember it. So then I had to play it over my car stereo system. It was so good. (laughs) So good. And the Finger Lakes are pretty big, apparently. So you're seeing signs for hours about the Finger Lakes. And I just kept going, you know, people go missing in the Finger Lakes all the time. I told my family I was going on a hike. (laughs) No, you weren't. Oh, yeah, we're a delight to be on a very long car ride with, <laughs> let me tell you. So we get to Syracuse finally. After, it's a very long day of driving. And, of course, we've got Labor Day traffic. We're fighting all kinds of fun shenanigans. Yeah, and the only true negative thing about the hotel was the smell. So you couldn't use the pool because COVID. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it smelled like mildew everywhere. Yeah, it did. It was, it, it was an adjustment before. I could go to sleep. I had to become accustomed to the smell. <laughs> accustomed to her face. <laughs> is that my fair lady? Crap. I what believe so. Is that? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's okay. So. Cool. Because it's kind of a shady compliment. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I guess that's nice. Yeah. So we 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 crashed there for the night, and of course we get up in the morning all excited for at least it's got free breakfast. And guess what? It fucking didn't. It was a dirty, COVID. dirty lie. COVID stole not only the pool, but COVID stole the free continental breakfast. Listen, I was really looking forward to some questionable eggs oh my God, and some eggs. muffins that you weren't sure how long they had been there for. I was actually kind of looking forward to that. You know, I miss traveling. I miss questionable continental breakfasts at cheap-ass hotels. I do. I do like the Danishes. I think they're really fun. Don't worry, though, campers, because at the front desk, they did offer a honey bun and a bottle of water, to which we both promptly forgot about and instead got McDonald's breakfast. Yep. 
Yep. And then we hit the road for the last leg of our drive, which was supposed to be short, but once we crossed over into Massachusetts, one, we encountered our first mass hole. Which is your words, not ours. <laughs> Listen, it's a term I have heard thrown out a lot by Bostonians. Mass holes. Uh, yes, it was a little scary at times uh, driving through parts of Massachusetts. And I say this is someone that commutes through Detroit regularly. And if you have ever driven on Detroit highways, you will know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we hit horrible traffic. It took us an eternity to get to Salem and our Airbnb, which was in Beverly? Yeah, we were in Beverly, which, by the way, was gorgeous. Delightful. So precious. Like, you know how when they're showing, like, videos and stuff and, like, you don't know if they're really on set or on location or whatever? Mm -hmm. No, Beverly and Salem were, like, exactly what you pictured. Yes, Yeah. And if anything, I think Salem, they've really, a lot of people were complaining that they've done a lot of updating in Salem. So Beverly looked even more New England, Salem. It was just an adorable area. Also, there were chickens at our Airbnb. I forgot about the chickens. Oh my God, they were so cute. I need to post the video on our Instagram of the day you were gone and I was at the Airbnb alone and I walked out the door and the chickens were just everywhere. And then the dog that- Yeah, you got to meet the dog. I'm really upset about this. I need to message the owner and be like, we're coming back next year. And if I don't meet your dog, I'm gonna be upset about it. Gonna need to pet this dog. (laughs) Yeah, the dog's startled the crap out of me. Um, but we saw so much wildlife in that backyard. The the rabbits, <laughs> um, the wild rabbits, like you could get within like three feet of them before they'd hop away. And I'm like, listen, I'm used to Detroit bunnies who are like absolutely petrified. The second they see you, they freeze. Would you say they say hop off? <laughs> they do. Ta-da-cha. But yeah, these rabbits were super friendly for being wild little bunnies. Except we had chickens, dogs. Chipmunk. Oh, yeah, was a chipmunk. That's what greeted us. Oh, so cute. Yes, it was an absolutely delightful, magical time. I mean, we were, after all, in Salem. Hey! I do think my favorite part of the B&B we were at, like, yes, it was gorgeous. Our host was phenomenal. Definitely want to go back to stay there. Like, we didn't even have to go for, like, the original reason. We could just go back. I'd be fine with this. Yeah, yeah, I would be fine with that. But the owners weren't there because it was, like, a private suite in their home. So it was actually their friend staying there. And on Saturday, the other person there and I were having, like, a music (laughs) fight. So she's playing some... Good old Whitney, and I'm playing Vagabong Opera, so it was was quite a combo. Yes, yes. And on Friday night, Tish performed. I did. I sang my my version of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, which if you're a, a 90s child, you may remember the incredibly scandalous music video with that involved a supermodel on a beach, mostly topless covered in sand, very sexy. So I sang that Friday night and with very little prep because I was supposed to do something else, but then broken toe. So I kind of had to switch gears and relearn the song I haven't sang in two years. (laughs) So that was fun. Uh, So we had a late night 
So we got a lift on Friday night and the girl that picked us up was super sweet. And I had made a comment on how like she kind of smelled like a bakery. Mm-hmm. Like she smelled like baked mm-hmm. goods and it was very nice. And I was like, I don't mean to be creepy, but. <laughs> but I would like to eat you. Yeah, like, I like mean, in a <laughs> non-dirty way. I just think you smell delicious. She did. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I work at this bakery in Beverly and I'm waiting for the loaves to finish rising. So I thought I'm going to do some lift driving. And then that's how we got her. Yeah. And she told us, she's like, oh, you should stop by. She's like, it's a coffee shop and a bakery combined. She's like, I only work for the bakery, but you guys should stop in in the morning. We're like, oh, totally. Why not? So the bakery was called Bonnie Breads. Mm -hmm. And Bean Trust was the name of the coffee shop. So we pull up on Saturday morning after we eventually rolled our way out of bed. There was Benadryl involved. It was glorious. (laughs) It was a great sleep. Uh, And we're like, okay, coffee, food, yes, please. Mm -hmm. And we pull up to this tiny, itty-bitty little shop, and it was so precious. And out front is this delightful older gentleman, and he's holding the door open for people, and he's... He's like that guy that can talk to anybody, but he makes you feel like he's known you forever. Yes. So the best way I can describe this gentleman is if you've seen The Good Place, and you know what I'm talking about, Ted Danson's character from The Good Place, once he's like no longer evil and he's becoming like good, first of all, he sounded, he had a very Ted Danson voice and he kind of like, I was like, if you squint, he looks like he could be Ted Danson's cousin. (laughs) But he had that same kind of like, I don't know, that that charm, that almost like, I don't know, that it was just so unique. He had the personality of fresh baked bread. Yes. Like it's just warm and you want to hold it in a (laughs) non-weird way. Yeah, yeah. Also, we almost forgot uh, when we pulled up, there was a gentleman outside playing a lute. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I literally stopped and went, what? The What is happening? Where are we? (laughs) What? He looked very New England and his name was Luke. Luke with his lute. Luke with the lute. Yes, he was very talented. That lute was beautiful, like very, like looked hand carved. It was gorgeous. So I thought, okay, we're getting the full New England experience here. And we go in and the place smells amazing. Oh my God, so good. My mouth is watering. I'm about to drool all over myself. It smelled so good in there. And there was this little display case, you know, as you, as you see in typical bakeries. Mm hmm everything in there. I was like, I don't even know what that is. And I just want it in my face right now. I wish I could remember the name of the thing I got, but it had heirloom tomatoes and goat cheese. Mm -hmm. And both of them were like locally sourced. Mm -hmm. And yeah, again, I know I've already said I'd go back just to the Airbnb, but I would also strictly go back for this place. Yeah. So we got coffees. I got a blueberry muffin that was, oh my God, it was <laughs> so fresh and so incredibly delicious. And I was just like, yes, please, just right, right in my face. Just put it right in my face. When we got to sit outside. It was perfect weather. It was oh like, gosh. what, like maybe, would you say it was 69 outside? Giggity. Nice. So but nice. It, 
perfect. We had Luke on his lute next to us, playing <laughs> us gentle, soothing music. And then Eric comes outside and he starts talking to us. Yes. Just introduced himself, you know, wanted to know, you know, how we found his shop. And because it's uh, it's tucked away in a neighborhood, so usually it's people in the neighborhood coming, but he was delighted to have new guests. And it was just absolutely the most refreshing experience. I just felt like, okay, this is a brand new day. Like, as cheesy as that sounds, it truly felt like, okay, I've woken up, I've left all of the stress behind me, and I'm truly on vacation now. Like, Yeah, right, like... You can't leave there in a bad mood. I am sure people go there grumpy, but I would bet you five blueberry muffins that mm. nobody leaves grumpy. No, you can't. The The staff was absolutely delightful. They were all clearly loved what they did. So that was a really refreshing way to start. You know, like I said, Friday, we were just super stressed and it was, you know, I haven't performed in front of a live audience in two years. I was singing a song I haven't sang in two years that I only had like four days to prep for, three or four days to prep for, really, truly. And literally, it was like we got there and we had to go because we got there so late. So like Saturday was just like starting it out on the right foot. Yes, because we could not use our left feet. <laughs> Very true. And then we went to Witch City Mall, which is right in downtown Salem. Yeah, we got like really distracted there. I think that's where we spent a lot of our time because yeah. almost everything we ended up doing and wanting to do was at the mall. Yes. Let me tell you, campers, I love a good tourist trap. And boy, howdy, did we go to it like three of them at the minimum. Because yeah. one was like a two-for-one special. Mm -hmm. So we went to the Witch's Mansion, I think it was called, which was like a haunted house. Yeah, it was like an all-animatronic haunted house, self-guided. Yeah. The owner was there. He's the one that like introduced <gasps> us. And and while he's like telling us the spiel and everything, there's a very cute family behind us with like three little kids. And the dad comes in and he's like, is this a appropriate and he's like ah oh, yes yes it is <laughs> yeah it was all just it was all it was all jump scares and like startle you know startling stuff i mean it was fun like i would scream sometimes and just laugh because it's like silly it's like okay i just got scared from a damn animatronic because mm -hmm. i turned a <laughs> corner and there it was um it was fun though it was it won and it wasn't a lot of money so it was it was really fun just to do something super silly and ridiculous and super touristy like that and as a bonus treat, they had a secondary situation thing that was inside the mall, and it was a monster museum. Yes. There were two, there's two monster museums in the Salem area. Mm -hmm. So this is the one that's inside the mall. The yes. other one we will get to later, because, oh boy. This was the International Monster Museum. Yeah. And it was really cool, and they'll, like, take as many photos as you want, like, do whatever. And it was just fun. It was... Fun. Mm -hmm. I have lots. Of, we have lots of photos and video. We put them up on our Instagram stories. I'm going to edit the video that I took together and both Witch's Mansion and the Monster Museum and put that up on our Instagram because it was just fun. It was great. And we almost accidentally created our very own horror movie. Oh, so my God. <laughs> 
So here's some background story. When we had gotten in to the witch's mansion part, the girl that works in the monster museum is in there and she makes a comment about how the Grim Reaper wasn't moving, which is like, don't really know what that means, but okay. <laughs> so then we finish the mansion, the haunted house thing, and we go into the museum part and we're walking and we're walking and like everything's dark mm-hmm. and it's very moody. They've got super creepy music playing. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly the lights turn on. Like yeah. everything just stopped. And it was dead silent. You know, like everything's quiet. Like the lights are on. Nobody's home. And we're both like, hello? <laughs> Is something wrong? Do, do we need to leave? Like what's happening? And I fucking kid you not campers i look at tish and i said you know this is the moment where everything turns off again and all the monsters come to life and we're dead and oh my god that is of course the moment that everything turns back on and at that point we're standing by the fly and the fly just starts moving because that's what it does it's automatic yeah yeah it was it was an animatronic and Oh my god, it was the most terrifying moment of my life. For about, like, ten seconds, I literally thought, I'm in a horror movie, and this is how I die. Damn it! And what really sucks is that, like, yeah, if we were in a horror movie situation... We would both be super dead because we can't run. We can't run. We'd be the, we'd be the, so we would have totally been the girls that tripped over their own feet and then had to do the thing where they crawl away and they're crying and they're trying and they can't get up and they're like, uh, uh, and it's like, oh, sweetie, just, just give up. It's real cute that you're trying though. It's real precious. So precious. And yeah, that was our first tourist trap. Yeah, it was great. Great experience. 10 out of 10 recommend. So then we did some more walking around. We got some gifts for people. We picked up some things for people. Bought lots of gifts for ourselves. Well deserved, damn it. Well deserved. Oh, speaking of, do you have my candle still? I do. I do. I know you had my pants. Yes, yes. (laughs) I I had her pants. That's it. That's a story for Sunday for later. But yes, and then we found this shop. It ended up being the last thing we did before we had to go get ready for Lauren's performance and we found this place called Witch Picks. And we were looking inside and like people are getting ready. They're putting on these like witchy costumes and they're looking like they're having a blast. Mm -hmm. So clearly we were jealous and we had to go investigate. And I thought it was going to be like the thing where, you know, the old, the hokey old West things where you just throw something on every clothes, you take a photo holding a gun, a cigar, and then that's it. But they really turned this into an experience. Yeah. So we're watching like a couple of the other groups in there and we ended up making an appointment, but we got in, we said our names and then they take us over to this like gorgeous walk-in closet that I was extremely jealous of. We put all of our stuff in like this little tote bag thing and then they were like okay so we have anything from this color costume to this color costume what are you feeling yeah they really did a great job of like finding out like trying to figure out who we are what our what our look is what our vibe we're going for is you know and if you know me at all if you've ever seen me red is my jam so much red it's gorgeous Uh, yes and so they were able to find us cloaks these crushed velvet oh i wanted to take it home. My little goth heart is so happy. Yes. And, you know, Lauren wanted earth tones and I was like, I would like red so we could find something like that complements each other. And I mean, I think it did. Oh my God, the photos. 
It was so great. And so you just put it on over your clothes, like you would like, you know, any kind of photo op like that. But they really, you know, they did a great job of helping make sure everything like looked great and fit properly and was tied on just right. So it didn't look like it was hanging off of you. So you looked good. Mm -hmm. They found us, you know, complimenting hats. Wands. We got wands. I forgot about the wands. (laughs) Yes. And then we got to go visit our set, which was exquisite. The attention to detail they had for set building. The photographer, like, she must have been doing this for a long time because she was like, now do this and this and this. But she wasn't, like, mean about it? No, and they they weren't, like, pushing us through like you would expect, like, a tourist attraction, too. They made sure that we had a good time, that we felt good about ourselves, and that we were going to get photos that we really enjoyed. And it was it was so much fun. And it, it was well worth, it was worth every penny. Like, really mm-hmm. was. It was the most magical experience I think we had there. Yes, it was so fun. They're too good not to share. So, of course, we will be spamming you all with them. Oh, Uh, yeah. They're going to be really (laughs) annoying. But you know what? They're fucking awesome. So get used to it. So 10 out of 10 recommend if you're looking for something like that when you're in Salem. We highly recommend. And then that was basically it for Saturday. I went to perform Saturday night at the expo, which was super fucking cool because the green room for us was a church. Like, the entire building that the expo was at was an old renovated church. Mm -hmm. So, when Tish performed on Friday night, we were in, like, the basement. The basement basement. Like It was really creepy. It was great. Had to go down two flights of stairs, so that was fun. (laughs) Um, And for yours, I had to go up up two flights of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. That was really great with the suitcase. Yeah. And then going downstairs with right. the suitcase, which feels heavier after the oh, show. Oh, because you're so tired. But it was a great show. I really loved beating a ton of new people. I have a ton of new crushes. Oh, my God. Oh, you all know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wink. Wink. It was a glorious night. You did a great job. Oh, uh, Doing the dirtiest song that I ain't. Oh, yes. There's also something very nice about singing a super dirty song. If you want to listen to something very funny, that's technically not raunchy, so therefore technically safe for work, mm-hmm. there is an artist named Voltaire, and I adore him. I love his music. I think he's great. And he has a song called... The dirtiest song that ain't. And what it is, is a sing-along song where this dude wants to go on the radio, but you can't say bad words on the radio, but everybody else can. So it's my audience participation song. Yes, I had a great time screaming, penis! Assholes. Yeah. Oh, just every expletive you can imagine. It was great. It was it was very cathartic for me. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice just getting to go and watch a show again. I mean, Salem, I will give them full credit for safety. Salem is... mandating masks right now in an effort to save Halloween. Mm -hmm. And the event we were at, they were wonderful when we expressed some safety concerns. You know, they did require vax cards or proof of a very, very, very very recent negative negative test. test. Yes, which I appreciated so much um, as somebody that is high risk that really missed traveling. Mm -hmm. I was like, please, COVID, let me just have this one thing. 
before you take everything else away from me? Yeah, you wouldn't let the damn girl have her honeymoon in Florida. Let her at least have her best friend trip in Salem. Please. So it was a lovely night. I left feeling just a thousand pounds lighter. I mean, granted, I did see a lot of naked people that evening, so that helps too. I think that was it for Saturday. We got ice cream because we deserved ice cream at a gas station. Jim's Cream? Was that what it was called? Hold on. Yes. We went to a place called Jim's Cream at midnight on Saturday. So I guess technically that was Sunday's breakfast. Yeah. So it was really awkward walking into a gas station trying to find this ice cream shop. And it was like in the very back corner and having to be like, um, yes, I would like some of Jim's cream, I I guess. Yes, we would like to put Jim's cream on our mouth. Thank you. <laughs> it was very good, though. I, I enjoyed that ice cream. It was much needed. And then we crashed... Oh, hard. what a nice crash it was. Oh, I was so tired. And then Sunday morning, we left. But not before the fire alarm went off in our... Oh, right. Yeah. So here's the thing, campers. Tish and I, luckily, are very used to waking up super fucking early. Yeah. So at 7, 7.30 on Sunday morning, you hear an alarm going off and you're just kind of like... Um, yeah, actually, I had just gotten out of the shower. So oh, I was you were in the shower. Yeah, I literally got out of the shower and I could hear it going off. And I'm like, am I gonna have to run outside nothing but a bath towel? Like, I mean, like, okay, I mean, many moments in my life have prepared me for this moment. But <laughs> thankfully, it was a false alarm. But it was still a little jarring first thing in the morning. Yes, I think we figured out because... I had the phone number of the people staying next door of the owner's friends. And I was like, is everything okay in there? Like, are you cooking something? Because I've definitely done that multiple times in my life. And they were like, no, everything's fine. We don't really know what triggered it. We think it might have been like a low battery warning. I have a theory. Uh Uh-huh. I think... It was an alarm for the chicken coop. (laughs) And that it's an alarm that goes off when the chicken are up to some shenanigans. I mean, have you seen Chicken Run? Clucky bastards. Right. So we left the Airbnb and we headed out one more time for coffee and the most delicious pastries we've ever had in our lives. And Eric was back and he remembered our names. And, and it was like a celebrity remember. Yes. Like, knew who we were. And there were dogs this Oh, time. yes. And there was a dog with a bow tie, nonetheless. Oh, that dog was so cute. We thought it was his because it seemed fitting that he would have a really cute do- little dog with a bow tie on. Right? But he was just outside taking care of a customer's dog while they went in and got their order because that is just the kind of person Eric is. We got to meet his daughter who was working that day. Beautiful. Oh my god, so pretty. I don't even remember what I had. I just know it was really, really good. You had, hold on, because it's food related, therefore I will remember. <laughs> I know I, you got a sticky bun. No, that no, was you. Didn't you. Get the sticky, no, you? I didn't get a sticky bun. I thought about it. Okay. No, I didn't get the huh. sticky bun. I got something with cheese, I think. Did you? Oh, I got a quiche. Oh, oh you got, got the quiche. Yeah. And I was very impressed because there were tomatoes in it. And yeah, you I ate, ate around it the all. damn tomatoes. But the rest of the quiche was amazing. And then we're sitting outside once again eating. Also, we got to dog sit another customer's dog. Brody. Brody. I miss Brody. you, Brody. 
He, he was very sweet dog, very good boy. And then they just randomly come out and they say, hey, so we had these blueberry muffins that they just didn't quite bake right, so they kind of fell apart. So we can't serve them. There's nothing wrong with them, though, but we, we just, our quality, we can't sell them. Do you guys want them? They'll twist our arms, ma'am. <laughs> oh, you damn straight. We took those free blueberry muffins. So good. So good. And we then had to say our agonizing goodbye to Bonnie Breads. It was really hard. It was. Uh, yeah, Eric, Eric came out and he said these incredibly wise words. I mean, he like was like our Zen master. He was like, like grandpa, like it was amazing. He was so wonderful. And he was like, can I can I give you hugs? I'm like, yes, please. We will love your hugs. We will cherish these forever. It was so soul cleansing. Right. Not to sound too hippy dippy. I mean, let me let's be clear. I'm not normally a soft and squishy person like that. But Can confirm. <laughs> yes, but I was like, I feel like, oh my God, like I need it, like, I feel like this is where we were supposed to end up. I don't know why or how. I was like, but man, things have really sucked lately. And we needed that. We did. So bad. And then the most amazing thing happened, campers. We saw in person the Crypt Keeper's feet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we were, we had a little bit of time to kill. We still had just a couple more souvenirs to get for some people. So we went back to the Witch City Mall area. I and it's just downtown Salem too, because everything's kind of like all right next to each other. Yeah. Like if you come out like the back of the Witch City Mall, you're in this beautiful spot that looks like you've been transported back in time. Brick and cobblestone roads, not great. <laughs> it took us a minute to realize that maybe we shouldn't walk on the original cobblestone and that we should move a little over to the other side where yeah. it was brick. Where it was a little more stable <laughs> to walk on. And we found the other monster museum, which I believe that was Count, Count Orlocks. Orlocks, yes. Mm -hmm. Which sadly, we, you can't take photos and you can't take any photos or video in there, which I is understandable, but it was beautiful. Oh my god, the details Beautiful. they had on mm -hmm. those like mannequins, wax figures. I don't even really know what they were. Know. I was too distracted. They were really good. Whatever whatever materials they used to make these, they were great. And yeah, we turn a corner and then we saw him. We the saw him sitting there keeper. in a chair. Yes. And then I screamed, his feet. <laughs> his little bear tootsies were out. They were so cute. And I really, <laughs> uh, I'm so mad that we couldn't take photos because Tish's face was great. I was just like, I need a photo of these. Like, I need them. Our our listeners need to see these. And my only complaint, I actually have two complaints about Count Orlocks. Okay, yeah. Number one, Elvira was there. Mm -hmm. She did not have her plaque. There was no right. plaque for her and mm -hmm. she's around all these monster dudes. I was a little upset about that. Mm -hmm. Number two, the Crypt Keeper also did not have a plaque. And I feel like he is a very important character in horror. So here's the thing. If anybody at Count Orlocks is listening to this, please let us know how exactly we go about sponsoring a plaque. All right. We would like to sponsor the Crypt Keeper's plaque at minimum. I will say my favorite thing in Count Orlocks was the pinhead display because they had <gasps> pinhead 
inside of a puzzle box and they had this amazing like strobe light. strobe lighting that just made it absolutely the most terrifying thing I've ever I've ever seen but so beautiful like I said they really I mean it's very obvious they put a lot of work mm-hmm. into this and so I totally understand why they have the no video um, no photo policy they probably don't want anyone like stealing you know some you know their stuff their ideas their designs etc yeah I think it was only like $13 to go in there yeah oh yeah it was, which was is really a cheap great deal great deal it was it was really just a great experience as hardcore horror fans and it was clear there was a little wall where we could see the autographs and stuff and so it's very clear the people that run it are hardcore horror peeps who go to horror cons so like that's cool that's cool yeah we had a great time and then we ended our trip at the satanic temple yeah and it was so fucking cool I will say I didn't know that there was an art gallery inside. I was just like, okay, cool. We'll visit the Satanic Temple. Like, sure thing. Sounds good. And then we go into like, oh, you know, you can go to the art gallery. We're like, okay. And inside there was sketches from Dega. There was Dolly. Dolly. Yep. Salvador Dolly. Paintings. There was a couple other very famous impressionists who name, whose names escape me at the moment. But they had legitimate classic art in there on top of some really amazing modern art. Their art collection is absolutely gorgeous. The entire place was 100% my aesthetic. Also, my apologies if they saw that I touched the wallpaper, but to be fair, (laughs) I touched the wallpaper before the girl told me not to touch the wallpaper, and I was like, oh, I just, oops, okay, I'm just not gonna say that I just did that. And another feature that was at the temple was with the modern art, I believe his name is pronounced Kevin Soling? Soling? Soling. One of those. I am very sorry, sir, if you are listening to this, and it's we've become what we parody and it was pretty interactive i think your favorite part was the gatorade display oh my god <laughs> it was it was a display of gatorade bottles with clearly these custom made labels and you know it's like cyanide yeah that was my favorite so it was like chemical like different chemical compounds and i didn't quite know what they were but then you get to like cyanide and then blue blue <laughs> I did also love the one piece that I thought was actually a garbage can. It's a garbage can instead of trash. It says truth. <laughs> Very clever, tongue-in-cheek, like on-the-nose commentary pieces. I really, I really liked his art. I really, yeah, I love, I love going to art galleries. I really love looking at art, especially modern mm-hmm. art. So it was a great experience. And I definitely want to go back because had we had more time, I would have been like, all right, Tish, grab a book. We're going to sit in this library study area for a while and we're going to read. Yes. And if you are sitting here thinking, oh my God, I did not know that these people were devil worshippers, I encourage you to look up the the Satanic Satanic Temple Temple versus... The Church of Satan. Yes, please. There, there's a major difference. And uh, I mean, but if this means that you don't want to listen to us anymore, I guess farewell, camper. Farewell. Uh, we'll miss hope- you. <laughs> Unless you're our camper from Finland. And then please don't leave us. Yeah, stay forever. I don't know. I feel like Finland... Finland probably knows the differences between the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple. Yeah, I assume any country outside of our own is a lot more open-minded. So it was a wonderful way to close our trip. I mean, it truly was a beautiful and exquisite place to visit. And they're doing a lot for the rights of abortion. Yeah, human rights, basically. Yeah. You know, basic human rights. So yeah, I, I very much 
much was happy to get to go there and visit and throw some money towards the good cause. Mm-hmm. 11 out of 10 would recommend. And then we started our epic journey home. Yeah, the journey home was not great for me personally, and I felt really bad because usually on a road trip, I'm the driver. If there is daylight, I am good. However, 10 minutes into the drive, I have to look over at Tish and I'm like, dude, I need to lay down. I am so sorry. Yeah, which was fine. I knew, like, I was like, it's fine. I'm happy to drive however much I need to drive. So she was sick. So, you know, I just listened to my true crime podcasts, which I think was really <laughs> confusing for you because I kept skipping around and you're like, you would wake up and you're like, wait, are we still talking about the guy that we murdered- killed his kid? Yeah, I'm like, Where oh, no, no, no. We? This guy killed his girlfriend. Don't worry. Go back to sleep. <laughs> it was very disorienting. Yes. So uh, thank you to my, some of my favorite YouTubers. But yeah. We made it through um, some horrific storms. We had just missed Ida when we came. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't Ida related. This was just, I guess, random random storms. spring awful storms where it's like, cool, that's fine. I didn't want to see out my windshield. Why, why would I? It took us a lot longer to get home than anticipated. Yeah, I think we got home. You dropped me off around 2.30, which means you probably got home at like 3. It was 2.45 when I walked in my door. A.M., by the way, A.M. Oh, yeah. A.M., my bad. uh, Let's see. And we left the temple at, like, noon. No, we they didn't open till noon, so we left by one, though. Yeah, so it was a lot of lot of driving, um, stopping at rest stops for bathroom breaks and just cramming food in our faces. And yeah. Here's the other thing that was working against us on this trip. What? Every stop we went to that advertised a pretzel place, there were no functioning what? pretzel places. What is that? Every single, like, and it didn't matter what franchise, every pretzel place was closed. And I was like, man, I just really want a damn soft pretzel. Um, cheese. Cheese. Oh, sauce. my God. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And don't forget the one gas station we stopped at. I don't, I think we were in New York where I stopped and it was a rest stop gas station. I put my card in and this little light pops up with a lock icon and then it rejects my card, but my card is trapped in there. And he was oh, like, Oh, yeah, that had cows. Yeah, we were in New York. And so I go in there and I'm like, Listen, it's not like I can come back for my card. <laughs> like, I live in a different state. And the guy just goes, Yeah, it just does that sometimes. I'm like, Okay, but do you know how to get my card back he's like uh he was very good at his job yeah eventually it released my card and i was able to get gas but that was a little stressful and then the closer we got home the more things started happening like it was almost like welcome back to the stress (laughs) of life it started raining even harder. There were accidents. We kept having to take, I had to take a bunch of detours to avoid, you know, us being killed. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really difficult drive home. We were both feeling it. And like I said, it just really was driving home the fact that like, welcome back to the real world. Did you miss us? Because we missed you. No, no, I did not. Boy, did the real world really bitch slap me this week, man. You know, we both had a really exhausting week, which is why we weren't able to record. It's kind of why we're not necessarily recording this week either. Like, are you guys getting this episode today? 
Yes. Were you also expecting episode five? Yes. Yes. Also, yes. <laughs> uh, and are you getting that? No. We'll give it to you next week. So sorry. But I did want to touch on because I've appreciated when I've other podcasts that I've listened to when they kind of touch on these things that happen to them. And I think mm-hmm. I can talk about it without bursting into tears. On Wednesday, I left for my home for a job interview. I was supposed to go to work that afternoon. And as I left, I noticed that my, my dog, who while we were gone, got to spend a lot of time with Steven. You know, she's very, she was 13 years old, German Shepherd. So very old for German Shepherd. And I noticed she seemed lethargic. And I was like, okay, honey. I was like, if you just let me go to this interview. I was like, if I come back and you're still not feeling good, I'm going to take you to the vet, okay? And she hopped off the couch and she crawled up into her little doggy bed, that her very expensive doggy bed, because only the best for my girl. And when I came home, uh, while I was gone for that like hour, uh, she had crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Mm-hmm. And thus started <laughs> one of the worst days of my life. I will say this, if you have any local serial killers who are older, pretty out of shape, and they claimed that they uh, murdered somebody and then took their body, dragged it to the woods and buried it all by themselves, they're lying to you. Because uh, I had to then, my beloved girl, who is about about as tall as me, uh, she was a really, she was abnormally large for a female German Shepherd. She was bigger than most males. Usually they're really small. They're Mm -hmm. small in comparison. No, not my girl. My girl's an overachiever. (laughs) So I would say, if she stood up on her hind legs, we would be seeing eye to eye. Yeah, she's very Definitely. big. Uh, last weigh-in was like 90 pounds. That's the kind of the thing that... <laughs> By the way, I deal with painful subjects with humor, obviously. Let me just tell you, moving 90 pounds of dead weight, literal dead weight, uh... <laughs> I thought I was gonna have a. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack and die just from the physical stress, let alone the emotional stress. Because I'm sobbing as I'm having to do this. Um. So the difficult thing is when you have a 90 pound dog that's probably about five feet long. What do you do with her? Do you traumatize a bunch of people and show up to a oh, vet's no. office and be like, "So got a gurney in there? You can. You got time to cream at my girl?" No. We had identified her favorite spot in the backyard. There was this very shady spot in our garden area that. Um, I just couldn't think of anything to do with it, so I just kind of left it alone and then started digging. Digging a grave, man. That is some serious cardio. I probably got about a foot deep and maybe only two and a half to three feet wide before I was like, (laughs) I am very out of shape. Can I just say, not to interrupt you, but I am very impressed you got that far before your asthma kicked in. Right? Uh, Wait, I think that's actually an improvement. Yeah, well, it was all all adrenaline grief. That's fair. uh, Grief fueled. And then Stephen came and finished digging the grave. And let me tell you that the quickness and thoroughness that that man (laughs) dug, this grave was so big that I was like, are you actually just going to put me in there? I was a little concerned. If I go missing, <laughs> you know, it's always the significant other. Look into Steven. That man is strangely really good at digging a quick-ass grave. Frightening. So, yeah. Should I cut that out? Or no, leave it. Leave it in. Cool, cool, cool. You heard that, folks. Yep. So we we put our girl to rest and it was it was agony. I cried a lot. I have cried a lot since then. It's very hard when you when you lose doesn't matter if it's a human or an animal that is a significant part of your life. Your life and your daily routine. It's just been a, it's been a huge adjustment and it's been hard and today's been one of the first days I haven't been in a terrible emotional state. I'm 
starting to heal, but luckily, I mean, I have a lot of people, I guess, luckily, in a horrible way, I've had a lot of people that have experienced similar loss recently who were able to, like, give me some great advice, give me things that helped them through it recently, and it helped. It really did. One was a podcast called The Secular Buddhist Podcast. Yeah, that uh, our- Zelda listens to that one a lot, doesn't yes. she? Yep, our friend mm-hmm. Zelda from Sponge Effects. So, yeah, that, that podcast really helped, like, zen me out because also, I mean, I'm going through, I, like, I'm obviously interviewing at jobs, so I'm changing jobs, you know, major loss, and the episode five is an incredibly dark episode, so we're like, let's do something different. Let's just do a mini-sode that yep. has currently pre-editing already gone on over an hour. Yep, so maybe it's not a mini-sode. Maybe it's just a regular old... It's all the pre-show stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you don't give a crap about us, I guess you skipped this, which is fine. You don't have to care about us as human beings. It's fine. But we care about you, campers. Listen, campers, I may be your least favorite. I may, or may not, allegedly, have been in the woods making whoopee, smoking the devil's us while you drowned in a lake. But listen, I still care. I do. I do. How dare you insinuate that I don't care. Anyways, thank you for listening to Camp Creek Podcast. We will be back for realsies next Thursday, which is technically October. It's gonna be October. I said so. It's not. It's only going to be September 23rd. Yeah. It, listen, it's literally the middle of September. And she's like, it's already October. I'm like, honey, I mean... It's Halloween! <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm not going to fight you on this. Okay, yes, it's October. That's Yes, that's fine. Just agree <laughs> with her. Nod and smile. It's just easier that way, folks. It's true! <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, if you stuck through this episode and all of our delightful adventures and life updates and rambles, thank you very much, campers. Your love and support. I feel it right, right in that little soft spot my chest speaking of support if you could pretty please leave us a review on apple Podcasts. that way more people can find us besides just our new best friends in finland yes we would like to hit the charts in the u.s so that would really help (laughs) yes tell your friends about us Yes. We're delightful, damn it. Yes, and if you want to shoot us an email, you can at campcreeppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on the Instagram and the Facebook and all that other kind of fun stuff, you can find us at Camp Creep Podcast. With the exception of the Twitter is at Camp Creep Pod. Yes, and you can't see it, but I'm doing lots of finger pointing and dancing with just my fingers. It's great. Basically, both dance like a white dad at a barbecue. And as always, campers, creep it real.